Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things I think are worth your time in checking out. Hi, been a while. Lots of moving pieces, lots of things going on. I said the podcast wasn't going to die, and lo and behold, it didn't die. Uh, I have a lot to cover, and some promises to keep. We still didn't finish season four, technically. I have those episodes still recorded, but I wanted to drop a quick episode just about some news that has happened, some uh, really strong, definitely a big strong recommendation, and then I wanted to show off some artwork that has happened uh, in the inner uh, meeting times between uh, this recording and then you know, the last episode going up. So I kind of just want to jump right in. This is going to be a very laid back, very um, kind of an informal podcast. Uh, It's going to be less edited because I need to get this out. I think just getting back into the rhythm of things helps when you don't sit there and think about, okay, I need to sit down. I need to get a plan. I need to uh, edit it. I need to post it. I need to add the show, like all of that other stuff. And of course, there's going to be chapters. There's going to be timestamps. There's going to be pictures, all of the works that you guys come here for, or at least know that I'm going to put my best foot forward. Um, But when you jump back into something after not doing it for so long, you're kind of out of practice. I'm out of practice. This may not sound out of practice, but I assure you, this is very rough, and I'm just jumping back into it because I think that's the best way in order to get back into the swing of things. When you've been doing it for so long, it's easier to just jump right back in instead of sit down and try and format everything the way that it used to be. So that's going to be the TLDR into this episode, and then of course, putting out episodes way more regularly than, you know... I have been not doing. So with all that in the front, let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so first things first. One of the big things that I said in a previous episode that was going to happen finally came out. Nubia, a real one, finally came out, which is the new take by L.L. McKinney about a black Wonder Woman and how she deals with her powers in, like, a modern world and how she's, like, taller than her classmates and stronger and faster and, you know, you know the whole deal. But it's, uh... It's kind of hard to explain without ruining it because it is such a great book and it is a book. I, (laughs) I thought this was going to be like a comic and I mean like, you know, very thin, small pages, you know, there's like 30 pages and I'd be in and out, it'd be done and I'd know the story, it'd be great. No, no. This is a graphic novel. There are 203 pages. That's, that's a chunky book. And I think I'm halfway through and I've cried twice since reading it. Um, it is an incredible book. I think the art style is one of a kind. I think it's amazing. Um, there are some characters that crop up, which may be predictable, but there are other characters which I didn't see coming at all as far as Nubia's family and friends and how she goes about interacting in the real world from things we've talked about here on the past, from how black people have to deal with interactions with the cops. That happens like super early in the book. Um, how somebody as strong as her has to, you know, basically do what Superman does, you know, constantly walking around in a world made of cardboard and how she deals with all of these things, which is so much fun. Now, of course, you know, Superman Woman is strong. Superman, like, that's a whole other topic. But I'm not even done, and I can honestly say this is one of the best pieces of media that I've read uh, in a long time. And I think it's extremely needed, and I really hope that there's going to be more. I love seeing this take on a hero that is pretty new as far as 
everybody knows. Uh, I mean, of course, like Nubia has been around for a while, but her take hasn't been, uh, it wasn't well done the first time, much like many of the heroes I've spoken about on, on the podcast before. Their original incarnation was probably close to terrible at best and uh oh my it's like disgusting at worst and nubia is definitely one that i instantly thought would be great uh when it came to putting her in an actual movie and i'm really hoping that we get to see that segueing perfectly into the superman news that came out this past week this is incredible again we've already talked about icon who in my opinion is the better superman but take that as you will i think icon's incredible i really hope that they make an icon movie but the news that came out this past week is that superman is gonna have a new movie uh from jj abrams's company um and it's rumored to be a black superman which could be great uh, I believe the, the last one that I remember came out like 2009 around the Obama administration and he was loosely based on him. I think he was Superman. He was also president. And there are so many things that you could do with this that would make it great. And one thing that has suffered with every Superman that we've seen in a movie is that they all suck. They're all boring or they're, they're not complex or we, we have a great Superman movie in Shazam. Shazam's a great movie. It is the perfect DC movie, which I want to see translated into, uh, like a, a Superman movie. But if we're going to make a black Superman movie, you know, there's going to be different perspectives and different, um, takes on how he's going to grow up and where he's going to grow up and who he's going to be and the friends and family and all the problems that he's going to have to deal with in his life. Not to mention like this could be a completely new story. And these are the things that get me excited because it's, it's new and it's different, but it's also same e it's like a in a familiar realm where we know as fans who this is going to be and but it gives a hero to a brand new audience of people a huge swath of people who have never seen themselves represented on the big screen and like that is so important and i really hope that they go through with this i hope uh it's handled with care and they do it right and dc keeps their filthy grubby hands off of this and lets the director and producer do what they're going to do best especially as well as the screenwriters so we have all of that uh let's see anything else i forgot i mean i'm sure i've forgotten a whole heck of a ton um to end out the uh the wonder woman talk if you look at the show notes right now you're gonna see the commissioned piece that i had done by mia who of course her information will be in the show notes as well she is wonderful to work with she's incredibly talented as you'll be able to see and i have her doing another piece right now which i can't wait to share and of course feel free to download these feel free to share them with whomever you want i love them and i got them for my daughter but i also wanted to make sure that anyone that wanted this anyone that has a daughter uh that wants uh, like a hero to look up to or wants some artwork you can throw up like here take it it's fine like i wanted to have this as something for me to get done but again this came from a place of wanting to learn more about what i was doing wrong up until i was 30 and you know i want to support you know people of color and i want to help my friends you know find their voices and be a platform where i can lift others up even you know as small as i am i can do something and so i'll i also hired uh mia she's working on a piece right now for me which is gonna be its own episode but uh it's gonna be all about shira which is an excellent show which you can find on netflix and i highly highly recommend it it is so good the animation is amazing and <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a show that i started watching with ariel when she was here and when she would go to sleep i would turn on and continue to watch because it was so good and i needed to know what happened next it is a 
fantastic show. It's full of emotion. It's full of heart. It is such a great show with an amazing cast of characters. It's got the humor. It's got the feels. It's got the everything. And I think it is definitely a show worth its own episode. And so that will be a show that will get its entire own episode. Speaking of shows that have their own episodes, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We did a Persuade Me episode on it way, way, way back. And I had Greg from Fan Dummies on. Of course, his stuff will be linked below. And at the time, I had only seen episodes here and there about Brooklyn Nine-Nine or seen the memes or seen uh, like the Backstreet Boys clip. But I hadn't sat down and like watched from start to finish and I still haven't finished. But I did start watching from the beginning and I have gone episode by episode and I'm in the middle near the end of season six right now. And let me tell you guys, that is such a great show. My God, if if you were like bored of content, which I have no idea how you could be, and you want a show that you can just kind of jump into and enjoy at any point in time, like this is the show that you should definitely check out. I think while yeah, it has more mature themes, it's got such a lighthearted humor and the cold opens are so unique to this show where every episode is sequential, is chronological, but you don't have to watch them in order. I think honestly, it is just a, a great show and it's got that, it has something that I didn't think I was missing in my life, which is humor. I think I listen to a lot of podcasts and good Lord, am I behind on podcasts? But a lot of the media that I've been consuming lately is just about updates. It's about gaming news or TV movie news or, you know, what's going on with the pandemic, stuff like that. But I didn't realize how um, starved of humor I was and just like a lighthearted take and watching this show has been kind of like a break from reality, which is something that I think everybody needs. I think everybody needs something where they can just dive in and you don't have to think you can just where you can just jump in and have fun with. And that's what Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been for me. Terry Crews is phenomenal. And every time he's on screen, it just makes me laugh. And I, I can't say enough good things about this show. And of course, Greg said just about everything you could possibly say. But I think one of the biggest elements of the show, I'll leave the uh, the interview with a timestamp below or in in the show notes there are two leading latinx women in the show and i think that that is something that in the interview they talk about where one of them goes to the audition knowing that there's uh, another woman auditioning for the same part or uh, to be another lead in the show because it doesn't happen with them um and that is something that i didn't again Coming from my own biases and perspectives and um, my lens, I had no idea that was a thing. And then looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, of course, of course, this is a thing because Hollywood is disgusting and white people suck. But like they, uh, she was saying that it was amazing that they both got hired and they didn't have to play like these stereotypical roles. They didn't have to play with an accent. They didn't have to uh, like have a like a tip atypical, like a, just a, just such a stereotypical background that it was pandering and it was gross like they have these complex relationships and one of them comes out as bi and has to tell her very conservative parents about it and one of those parents is a very very cool cameo but we won't get into there and like again it just it builds on itself and the show has these incredibly serious moments there's a very famous episode about terry cruz who is he's a sergeant in the police force which is you know 
pretty high up there and he's been doing this forever and one night he's just walking home alone trying to find one of his daughter's blankets that fell out of a car again we won't get into spoilers but then he gets stopped by a white police officer and he does and terry doesn't have his badge on him and he's treated so terribly and you can see this in his eyes because he gets furious that this is happening like he's a cop and he's being frisked down by another cop and treated terribly and the episode really dives into police violence and brutality and racism and all of these things and it's something that you don't expect from like a light-hearted show and i know i was just telling you like oh my god i miss all this humor and it's great and it's great but it feels to me a lot like scrubs it feels like scrubs but a police version and i hope that makes sense for anyone that has ever watched scrubs or is listening to the Scrubs podcast, like, you know that Scrubs is very, very, very close to how it used to be when you would become a doctor or a nurse or work in the medical field. Uh, It's, it's like right there. Uh, Things have changed somewhat since then, but like, that's not important. Scrubs is very lighthearted. It is very fun, but it also had these very serious undertones about how you needed insurance in America and how nurses are treated and how doctors are treated and how patients are treated and how surgeons versus clinical and pharmacists and like all of these different things. And then you have this, but in a police force. And like, how do you make something that is so controversial and so um, uh, debated in America, especially now, how do you make that fun? And what we've learned recently is that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on their final season and it will end with this and I think that's I think they've had an incredible run and of course all the actors and actresses are moving off to do their own things and bigger and better things and bigger and better things and I think that's great and uh, of course Terry Crews is going to be in the X-Force movie which will come out before Deadpool 3 you know all of these different elements go into the show that make it what it is amazing and I'm not even done with it, but it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, I'm trying to condense all of these things into one. I recently got the Series S for Xbox, and for you parents out there wondering, uh, is the next, uh, well, I guess, current-gen console worth it? And the answer is yes. Um, they're hard to come by, especially uh, the PS5, which I still haven't got my hands on, but this is something that's going to last a very long time, and I won't bother getting into like a super detailed explanation as to why, but I firmly believe that tech is an investment, and like that's sounds super cheesy and it sounds super like hear me out if you're gonna use something day in and day out multiple times a day and you're gonna rely on this thing to do things that you expect it to do or you need it for as i was saying earlier some type of escape something to have some fun with or something especially in the corona times where we are trying to interact with others and have fun with others without being able to see them in person you need to invest in that and it's why these things last for so long and the ps4 and xbox one generation lasted for seven eight years give or take of course they had their updates you had the ps4 pro the ps4 slim you had the xbox one s you have the Xbox One X, like you have all of these things, but that generation lasts for quite some time. Like imagine seven years ago, eight years ago, you know, my daughter wasn't even born or even thought of uh, back then. So these things are going to last a while and you want the tech to be able to keep up. And I think that the the Series S slash X and the PS5 digital and non-digital are something that you should definitely get your hands on if you can. I use mine as a media box as well as a gaming console. Uh, This is my first Xbox that I've had 
in a very, very long time. I had the very first Xbox, but that got trashed. And uh, so it's been a lot of fun. And as soon as I can get a PS5, I will. Um, I think that there are still some bugs and kinks that need to be worked out. And I'm really looking forward to the games that are going to be launching. Getting to be able to play uh, back through Halo or being able to play Destiny on an up console is incredible. There are a lot of features and things that I love. If you guys want an S like an episode on um, like recommending a current gen console, like I will definitely do that. Shoot me your feedback. But I definitely think this is one of the better purchases I've made. Well, I, I can't wait. I I Let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't think so. I'll probably do uh, an app recommendation soon enough. Uh, I haven't done one of those in a long time, and that'll be an easy episode to crank out. The final, the final superhero I'm gonna recommend coming up to to cap off what was season four is gonna be Black Panther. I think I, I didn't want to spoil it, and I didn't want to tell anybody. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Shane, knew, and he's the one that I've been going to um, with my feedback because, as a creative person, he knows what's gonna hit hard for like the audience, but he also knows how passionate I am about this, and I, I go to him for feedback on this show, and uh, he probably doesn't know that and is about to learn. And so, hey, surprise! But I bounce ideas off of him almost constantly, and. The, that was the <laughs> that was the very beginning when I did season four. I didn't want to start with Black Panther because he had just passed away, and I wanted to recommend superheroes that were other than him. But uh, to cap off the season four as an homage, as like a dedication, as uh, the reason I did it was because of him and friends and family that were going through the loss of such an incredible man and hero. Um, I thought it was fitting to end it with him instead of just plug him in randomly or start it off with him, you know? So Black Panther will be the final episode and then we will kick off season five. If there's anything that you guys want me to touch on, anything um, that you think is worth or worthy of its own episode, feel free to shoot me feedback. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I need to get back on Facebook and Instagram, but I don't know if I'm gonna. Yes, minor updates there. I loathe Facebook and everything that it stands for, and so I'm gonna be on Reddit and Twitter way more. So if you have feedback or anything, you can always send in audio clips, uh, and I will listen to them, and, and uh, they're always lovely. Of course, reviews everywhere. Sorry it's been so long. But uh, this is just a quick episode to get things back rolling. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's nice to be back and I'll see you next time. Okay, bye.